Hi, I'm Lisa Kiss, and I'm the host of Be Mindful Podcast. I'm also the owner of Be Mindful Studio, where I am an astrologer and mindfulness consultant. This podcast is for the modern woman to feel grounded and learn to live with intention. Here we tap into mindfulness for both life and business. From community-driven leaders, conscious humans, heart-centered entrepreneurs, and beyond, we'll discover all the different ways mindfulness can be applied to you. My podcast is here to inspire and encourage you to be a little more mindful in your day-to-day so you can start living a more purpose-filled, self-aware life you love. Thank you so much for being here, and I look forward to seeing you in the show. Okay, so hello and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. So today I'm here with Alicia and we are going to be talking about how to create a holistic healing business and everything that she's done so far. So Alicia and I met at our yoga teacher training at Infrared Feather last year. So we spent a lot, like 10 months of last year doing our, our YTT, and we've both kind of taken off in different directions from there. So Alicia, do you want to introduce yourself and everything that you do? Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for having me on here first. I just want to say thank you. And yeah, I'm really grateful for connecting with you at our YTT last year. And um, for right now, since we both went into two different directions, I am just finishing up, um, I guess, creating my launch for my business. So I took 2020 to learn about integrated nutrition. So I'm currently a holistic health coach. So I'm currently working with clients with all different health wants and needs and their goals. And I'm currently in school for fertility education and medical management. And that's going to be focusing all around women's health, their cycles, balancing their hormones and learning, um, a conscious contraception, contraception. Uh, so people who either are trying to avoid pregnancy or who people who are trying to achieve pregnancy and are struggling with that, um, those are the areas that I'd be focusing on. And uh, also teaching yoga online. That's what I'm currently working towards since uh, the winter months are coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how was, um, I didn't get a chance to come out to the Dundurn Castle Yoga in the Park. Um, it was too early for me in the morning. But how, did, <laughs> how did that go, teaching yoga this summer? Oh my gosh, I loved it. It was definitely a journey, to say the least. Uh, every single week, there was an event that occurred. So the journey of trying to find a specific location to teach yoga outside. Mm-hmm. So the first week, uh, we were underneath this massive tree um and during the practice all these acorns were falling on everyone so uh the next week i had to find another location and that location we were right right by this train tracks and i didn't realize that the trains go by often so that was another experience and then the the week after there was like a wasp nest and so i had to find another location so Other than location, it was incredible. I loved guiding people through the yoga practice, and it was just an incredible experience to guide people through this, um, yeah, this practice that has changed my life, and I'm sure yours as well. Yes, yes. Um, I think after we did YTT last year, did you complete, like, a kid's yoga training? Yes, I did. So I did a kid's yoga teacher training, 
Um, and that was actually my vision was to get into schools for 2020 okay. and teach kids yoga. But, okay. you know, this whole situation yeah. has changed my plans. So long term, I would love to get into schools and teach kids yoga because I think kids really would benefit from yoga as well as meditation. Yeah. I was scrolling on Facebook the other day and it came up like a kid's yoga teacher training at like a Dundas yoga studio. And I like, I, I think of you when I see kids yoga, I don't know why. <laughs> I think you're the only person I know who's done it, but I was like, Oh my gosh, it's so much fun. Yeah. And, but I'm kind of like, I'm like, I kind of want to do it. It's like in January, it's like a weekend and it's just two full days there. And I'm like, it'd kind of be cool to learn about it. Cause if kids can like, learn it from a young age and I feel like they'll just grow up to be more like conscious and aware of like themselves so yeah yeah I agree yeah yeah and it's also not only a great opportunity for you to learn how to teach kids but it also brings the inner child out of you when you go through the training so even if you don't have the intention going in saying mm -hmm. I want to teach kids yoga it's just an awesome training to just participate in yeah do they use like different um what's the word like uh, not tools, but like different things to bring into the yoga to make yeah, it. Yeah, like fun. props. Do you mean Pro props? props? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They actually, um, the training that I did was through Rainbow Kids Yoga. Um, and they had so many different props. There's like, um, one of the exercises that was like my favorite was you would use um, ping pong balls and you would have like blankets to make like a line so you can go on your stomach and blow the ping pong ball across the room so really focusing on breathing in fully and then breathing out and so you can witness the breath pushing something away from you and then going on to the other side and push it back kind of thing okay. um yeah and like they had different props for incorporating different poses um so like they had like a stuffed um tree and so you're like okay let's do tree pose um there's just so many different ways to incorporate different props in the yoga practice but yeah since they're kids their attention spans changes so fast yeah. so um you have like all these props and you have to like plan out your class based around those props so it, props are necessary for the class yeah but like not not um essential you can teach a class without them yeah because my cousin um has two little boys and she's pregnant with her third child right now so I, i'm like encouraging her to do like prenatal yoga but her son's four and he has so much energy and I, I like I can sit down with him and like go through like the stuff he's learning at school and play with him and stuff but I think it'd be so cool to introduce him to like some of the yoga stuff because he has so much energy and his I, like I'm being around kids more like you you do realize the attention span like is so short but they're so much fun to be around so. yeah 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 <laughs> mm -hmm. so uh, do you want to talk about your, um, your Instagram account? And I, I don't know if you've changed the name of it. Has it always been grow with Alicia or it was no. alive, right? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Actually this account, I was actually taking some time to reflect on my journey with Instagram. Um, before I even did this account, I had my own personal account and my intention was just to share my life. And I realized that that wasn't what I wanted to do. So I actually took a break from Instagram and didn't use it for a long time. But then I realized that this could be a platform that could be used in a more conscious, mindful way. 
And so my intention was to inspire, educate, motivate, empower other people to make a positive change in their life. So I actually created my account in uh, October 2016. And I first called it like Ali G Sustainability. So like I shared all things about like sustainability and helping the environment. And then as my passion and interest in that grew um, and changed and evolved, so did my account name. So it has gone from that to energetically live and now it's now currently Grow With Alicia. And um, so the name change changes through the whole process of where my focus and directing my energy uh, is going. So right now for Grow With Alicia, it's focusing more so on um, self-development, health and wellness, um, and connecting what, with oneself and with your journey in life, um, and pretty much recognizing and showing that I'm not perfect and that I'm growing alongside with you. Um, and that's the whole point about being here on earth is to grow and learn alongside each other. Um, and no one's perfect. We're imperfectly perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I enjoy the, the content that you put out. Like yesterday, it was something about sleeping, which yes. like, I have a horrible sleep schedule. So I was like, I'm going to read this and try to <laughs> learn something so that I can have a better night's sleep. Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I've been really focusing on uh, the basic foundation for health and sleep would be the, the first thing that I would look at for um, my future clients um, or the current clients that I have right now was that was focusing on sleep because sleep impacts our entire well-being. So I hope you find those tips helpful. <laughs> I'm such like a night owl. So like uh, I have all my creative bursts of energy at like 11 p.m. and that's when you're supposed to like be asleep. And so it's it's difficult to kind of manage that. But I think I attended like something at Sage Wellness like four years ago, at, like at the at Lime Ridge, and um, it was one of the founders was there, and he said like the first pillar of health is sleep, and it's something that is so like simple, and we have to do it, but we just forget about it, and it's like, yeah, and I think the second, the second one was like hydration, like water, the third was food, and then the fourth is you got your giant chunk of water. <laughs> yeah this sorry sorry so sleep food and then uh, sorry sleep water food and then movement I think movement and then I don't know if there's number five like just like doing things that bring you joy I guess and he used the cup like he filled a cup with water and he's like you can't pour out of the cup until your cup overflows and he had like the saucer example and it was like a really good like I feel like visualization for everybody yeah wow I love that yeah Get your sleep between 10 to 2 a.m. 10 p.m. to 2 p.m. or 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. is when you have the most healing benefits from sleep. Okay. I'm like never asleep between then. (laughs) Like 2 a.m. is when I'm like maybe asleep. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so with so when are you done your integrative nutrition diploma? When are you done that? So I actually just finished. I haven't like announced okay. it just yet to people. So I am done the integrative nutrition. 
Um, but for the other school, um, I have until like next year in June to complete my certification. So the Fertility Education Medical Management Program, that one finishes for myself in June next year when I do my final exam. Mm -hmm. um, but I can take on clients before that final exam. Um, but I can finish that even earlier depending on the assignments I have for school. And it's really dependent on the people who I'm coaching since I have to evaluate and track their, their cycles for three months and get evaluated from doctors and making sure that I'm doing everything correctly and making sure that they follow through with what is required and asks of them. So after that's completed, then I can get the permission to do my final exam. So it might even be earlier than June. So I'm excited. That's exciting. Yeah. I feel like a lot of, um, women struggle with their periods like it's more common than we think and I follow like some natural paths and stuff and there's a lot of fertility awareness stuff um I feel like I just see it a lot on Instagram I personally have suffered with like irregular periods except this this year has been the only year that I've had a period every month like out of my like since I got my period when I was like at 14 I think so it's like good like I feel more balanced but it's still like um like it's a, a journey with uh, with the cycles and everything but I try to track everything so like I know where I'm at so yeah yeah which is interesting because a lot of women are actually struggling with their periods right now because of the whole pandemic yeah. um because of the stress stress impacts your cycle so if you're super stressed then you're more like Okay. <laughs> it froze again. Oh no, it's saying my internet connection is unstable. Oh my. Oh. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's up to you if you want to keep if you uh, record again. It's up to you. No, we'll just keep going. We'll leave it in. It's it's real what's going on recording this. So <laughs> So when did it when did it freeze on you? What's the last thing we were, we were talking about? You don't know? Uh, no, I don't know what the exact point was. Okay, we'll pick a new topic to talk about then. Um, <laughs> so it's like Mercury, I wanted to record these after Mercury retrograde, right? But like, it's still considered in like the shadow period. So maybe that's affecting this today. I don't know. But um, maybe. <laughs> So let's see, we covered the fertility and your um, Instagram account and what you do there. Um, do you want to talk about, because uh, I guess, is it like your goal to have your coaching business be like your full-time thing, like and embark on entrepreneurship? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I would love to combine all the things that I've collected over the years through my own experience, through my education, um, and put them all into one little like uh, service for people. Um, so my vision is definitely incorporating yoga, meditation with the holistic nutrition, as well as the cycle tracking and bringing that all together into one service. Okay. That's awesome. Cause I think it's all like connected to like, people don't realize like everything's connected. So it's mm-hmm. holistic, like our health. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's throwing me off though. Like, cause I'm so scared. It's going to like, I know. Cause you don't know again. if it's going to like stop again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> A question that I've been asking everyone on the podcast is like, how do you, um, like, what are some mindful things you do during your day? Or like, how do you practice mindfulness in like your mm-hmm. routine? For sure. Um, so I love starting and ending my day with uh, like some mindful rituals. So I always start my day. It's been very habitual lately is getting up scraping my tongue, washing my face, brushing my teeth, um, and just being very conscious and aware when I do those motions and those actions. I do some oil pulling, and then I do some mindful movement. So I do some yoga, and then I do meditation depending on the day. Um, I either do just sitting in silence, or I do the mala beads and do a mantra. And then... Uh, at night, I like to unwind and do some mindful practices like that as well, just pretty much backwards. And then throughout the day, what I've been trying to do, it's something that I'm trying to integrate, is whenever I'm leaving the house or leaving the car, going from one moment to the next, I literally just make sure that I sit and pause and I just do five deep breaths as that way of transitioning and like being really mindful and present, present of what just ha- what just happened and what I'm going into next. Um, I'm also doing timers lately, putting a timer on my phone for 25 minutes okay. and just being mindful of how much um, I'm either learning or creating or my, uh, mindlessly scrolling and just like being mindful of where my attention goes within that 25 minutes. And then when that alarm goes off, it's like, oh, back to what I'm actually supposed to do if I've gone off track kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm guilty of like the scrolling either on Instagram or Facebook or something. I, I'll go on to do something for myself or like a client and yeah. I'm like, wait, wait, what am I doing? And I'm like, oh no, I just wasted 10 minutes. Right. So yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah. a good idea. The little like it's called the pen pemodoro technique it's where you put a timer on for 25 minutes for like productivity and like working and then you put a timer for five minutes of like relaxation like literally sitting and doing nothing or going to the bathroom drinking water or doing some mindful stretches and breathing okay that's and then you keep doing that for the the whole day (laughs) wow oh my god yeah i should try that one day next week when i'm like working on stuff yeah yeah (laughs) because <laughs> I feel like sometimes you like you like I'll get so into work that I'm like oh my gosh I have to pee or like you're, you're not or like wow when's the last time I ate something I forget to eat a lot it's it's bad because I'm not like a breakfast person so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'll have to try that 
um on I saw on your like I went on your Instagram before coming on here because like yeah. your stories came up from like with Alicia <laughs> and uh, it was something about the Wim Hof method and you just mentioned like the breath and I just thought that was really cool so then I started like scrolling on his mm-hmm. account and like stuff I think I saw something about that like not la- not yet last year at um yoga fest they were supposed to have like a Wim Hof method oh really or something but it, it I don't think it happened did mm. you want to talk more about that I just think it's I, I kind of want to learn yeah more about it. I just know sure something with breathing yeah what? um so it's interesting that you mentioned that because I recently well not recently last year I learned about Wim Hof and I was like oh my goodness, I want to try this. So last year in October, I was like, I want to put myself to the challenge of doing a cold shower every single morning for the month of October. I remember that. Yeah. When you were posting about that. Okay. Yeah. And then I shared like all the benefits from the cold shower and like throughout the journey, like I I was like, okay, I'm going to commit to the next month. And I, I did that for the next six months. I told everyone like my experiences of like, what's my resistance, what the things I've learned, um, and it's been officially like a year of me doing cold showers every single morning. And like, I'm just so grateful for Wim Hof and for him, like teaching people about the, the breath work and the cold showers and the benefits of cold water. Um, so yeah, it's incredible, life-changing. I highly recommend it to anyone. Um, it really helps you. I don't know how to explain this. It really helps you unlock or become aware of your blockages and it's an embodied experience of okay I'm going to start my day with something super challenging and I'm going to breathe through it and I'm going to get through it and as you do that you can realize if I can get through this cold shower I can get through anything throughout the rest of the day so it's not only a mental practice but it's also a physical practice of doing the breath work um, and also healing benefits from cold water yeah yeah i i read somewhere that like um someone came down there i read somewhere that you're um after like your shower just doing the last minute cold or something's also beneficial because mm-hmm. um i've also seen like you should hydrate before having a shower because the hot water can increase your blood pressure or something like that as well so yeah lots of benefits to the cold water. I should try that too. There's lots of things. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing though. I think like it can be so overwhelming of all the things that we want to do. Um, so what's important, I guess, is finding what's that one thing that you want to try doing and then just focusing on that one thing mm-hmm. and incorporate that into your routine and then start the next thing. So maybe, maybe it's the timing of your day one week and then once you've integrated that, you can try maybe cold showers another time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a Gemini, so I like to try everything. Like, I'm curious about it all. But <laughs> I probably would try the shower thing first because I, yeah, over the, the time thing. Yeah. 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 Even if, like, it's not full-on cold, mm-hmm. um, like what you said, start with the warm and then gradually decrease the temperature to be cold or um, maybe the last 30 seconds of your shower is just complete cold. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've had moments where, like, I run out of hot water and, like, I'm rinsing <laughs> out, like, shampoo or conditioner in the cold water, and I, like, I get through that, so. And it's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh my God. you feel very, like, accomplished, like, you, you, you got through it, so, yeah, there, yeah. Yeah, and it definitely wakes you up, especially if you do it right at the start of your day and you're trying to wake up earlier. Cold yeah. showers definitely wake you up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and it makes you feel really alive and energized. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to think. I don't know if you can hear my cat meowing. Can you hear it? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Not it. Her. Can you hear her? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So um, I don't know if there's anything else we can talk about or connect that's connected to your business or any other cool health Um, things. One thing I, I don't know why it comes to mind with you is the reflexology in the foot like you doing the self massage. Yeah. I know you, you show that a lot on Instagram too. And I think you were going to do reflexology and then you switched. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, after the kids yoga teacher training, I actually was looking at getting the certification for reflexology and learning more about that. Um, but then like things changed. So I realized that I really wanted to focus on like the holistic aspect of like the whole body. Eventually maybe I'll do the reflexology, but it just timing is everything. So at that time it just wasn't fitting. Um, but the thing that introduced me to reflex reflexology was actually when I went to Peru and I went to a retreat center and I actually had a reflexology session done and her name was Gloria. And she was phenomenal. I'm just so grateful for that one session with her. I ended up booking several more sessions after that because it was just so incredible. And she had a, the language barrier because she only spoke Spanish and I only spoke English. And she would teach me with a very little English that she knew how to do it myself. So she like during our session at one point, she was like, this is what you can do when you go go back home and do it to yourself. Um, and so she taught me her technique. And so when I came back to Hamilton, I was trying to find a reflexologist that I could continue doing that technique. And I realized that no one else was doing it but her. So then that's when I realized like, okay, maybe I just need to do this to myself every single day and everyone can do this. So I always encourage people to massage their feet. There's so many benefits to it. Um, especially because we have so many nerve endings on the bottoms of our feet that connect to all the way to the top of our skull um, and impact all our internal organs and body functions. Yeah. Yeah. I was getting like a maybe every other month or a monthly um, reflexology session before COVID. And um, it actually helped to uh, regulate my period. So wherever the uterus is, which I think is like in the arch of your foot kind of, it would always hurt so bad when she would press on that part and she could tell it was like swollen. And I just thought how it's cool how just by pressing a part on your foot, like a few days later, my period would start if it was like, if it was late, it was just like really cool. Yeah. Yeah. The power of reflexology. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That's incredible though, that you were able to have that experience and, and witness it within yourself. And now you can just share how powerful um, this like technique that people think is voodoo. Yeah. I don't, do people really think it's that voodoo, the reflexology? 
Really? I don't know. Some people think like the feet don't have much connection to your body. Really? Yeah. I've, I've had communicate, I have conversations with people that don't fully believe in it. So really, I read that like, um, your feet have like the largest pores or something. So like, uh, cause like something about like when there's, when you're standing in the shower, you have to be careful what you're putting on your whole body. Cause it's your feet are just going to step in it and it can be like absorbed through your feet into your body. So then yeah. when I learned that I was like, Oh man. So I use all natural shampoos and soaps yeah. and everything now because that's so good. Yeah. And I, I'm trying to convert my mom to using like all natural cleaners, but I know she doesn't. And I just worry about like your feet touching like the tub and if it's been used with like something chemical, like your body is like absorbing it. Exactly. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She loves to use bleach and I hate, I can't use bleach. <laughs> I think it smells so bad and it's so, it's such a strong chemical, but in it her is, mind, yeah. like how she was like, wherever, like how she grew up, she uh, uses bleach to disinfect everything. And wow. Like, we can find an all natural way to disinfect, but yeah it's like heavy duty like you don't really need bleach it doesn't it's not required to clean much not in the house no (laughs) yeah could you you can use uh half vinegar half water and some lemon essential oil and you're set (laughs) yeah yeah you won't listen to me though but (laughs) keep keep leading by example and hopefully one day she'll come around yeah i've converted her to using the it's it's just like this purple um by method it's like all-purpose cleaner and it's like lavender scented so she she likes that but um she won't make like her own thing yeah i don't know (laughs) okay um this is like probably random but so you're a scorpio right yes when's your birthday is it soon it is is very soon it's november 14th Okay. I just wanted to ask because it stays November 6th. So yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do though. Cause, um, usually on my birthday I do acts of kindness, but like COVID they usually like do things in person. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to get creative. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. We'll see. What kind of acts of kindness have you done? Like, like volunteering or donating things or yeah so I would do the number like the year of my like living on earth I would do that many acts of kindness Mm -hmm. um so usually I just copy and paste the list from the previous year or like edit it a bit and then add an additional act of kindness Mm -hmm. um so I might have to edit it because last year I donated my hair so my hair is not long enough to donate again so that would be one of them that I would have to edit and change. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I've never heard anybody, like, I don't know anyone else who's done that. That's actually Really? Amazing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I actually got this idea um, from a, a son and daughter. It was, like, shared on social media, and I saw that, um, that they combined both of their birthdays, uh, number of days of being on Earth, and they wanted to do acts of kindness, and that inspired me. I'm like, wow, I want to do that. So mm-hmm. I've been doing it ever since. Okay, yeah. that's cool, yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much for doing this podcast <laughs> with me. Um, and even though we had the interruptions, I think it went really well. 
So um, how can everybody um, find you and contact you if they want to work with you or follow you on Instagram? For sure. Um, so they can either email me at contactgrowwithalicia at gmail.com. And you can follow me at GrowWithAlicia on Instagram or Facebook. And once my business website is up and running, you can go to GrowWithAlicia.com. Okay. And I know you have a Facebook group too, because I think I'm in it. So. Yes. Grow Together Facebook group. Um, that's where I usually host any kind of free challenges. So we have a community of people um, as well as uh, information in that group that I share. Yeah. Awesome. So thank you so much for doing this podcast episode with me. Um, it's going to be the last one of like season one. So um, it's like episode number eight. So that's exciting. Amazing. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. I loved it. Um, this was fun. Thank you. <laughs> If you love today's episode, don't forget to share it with a friend or on Instagram and tag us at Be Mindful Studio and at Be Mindful Podcast. Also, if you have any questions or feedback or maybe an idea for an episode, don't be afraid to reach out on Instagram and send me a message. I'd love very much to stay in touch with you. Thank you again for your support and I will see you very, very soon in the next episode.